welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Well, good morning. Thank you for tuning in today to With All My Heart broadcast. I am so excited to be here today. Although I know, I'm sure you were disappointed, it is not Miss Joanna Kobernat. Um, she has asked a couple of us to kind of fill in here and there, and I've never done this before, but I'm just excited for the opportunity. And I'm so thankful for our pastor's wife to, um, that she saw fit to start this broadcast. And I know that it's been a blessing to so many, to me personally, I have my notifications on um, when it comes on, and I'm just so thankful for her and her influence in my life. And um, three months ago tomorrow, my family pulled into Roanoke Rapids, and I cannot believe that it's already been three months. I feel like it has flown by. Um, it seems like just yesterday. Um, our schedules have slowly started to fill up, and time has just flown by. But we just really appreciate the Cobernats, and we've known them for years. Um, they have just been always there to encourage us. And um, in college, we knew them, and even before college, um, they were just a blessing to us. And I know that our pastor, Pastor Cobernat, has reached out to my husband and um, phone calls here and there, text messages. And so we were just so excited for the opportunity to be able to come here and work for them and with them. And um, again, we, they're just a lovely couple and they've already helped us so much um, in, these, in this short amount of time that we've been here. So we are so excited that um, we get to be here. My husband is the assistant, pa one of the assistant pastors here and I know that he is enjoying it too and gets to coach basketball and all the things. And um, I'm just enjoying being here, still raising my, my daughter at home and um, but getting more involved um, as the week goes on. So I'm excited to, we are excited to be a part of Victory Baptist Church and it truly is a dream. Um, again, we love our pastor and his family and, and um, the staff that works here as well. It was comforting and definitely a little bit easier to move here. Um, we knew most of the staff um, in California. Of course, Grace and I grew up together. Um, we sang in an, in an acapella singing group and um, once basically we got married, we departed for you know about eight years and God saw fit to bring us back together. And so we are always usually texting or at each other's houses or on the phone. And I'm just so thankful for a special relationship like that that I have. And um, again, I, we are just so excited to be here. Um, speaking of Victory Baptist Church, my husband is actually starting a new Sunday school class this Sunday. And so I thought I would give a little bit of a commercial for it. Um, it's called the Foundations Bible Class. And we are so excited. We've never taught a an adult Sunday school class. We've worked in maybe teen classes. We've helped with adult classes in the past, but um, to start one fresh, we are just so excited. Of course, nerves play a part in there too, but just thankful for this opportunity. And we know that God will, will bless it and we're looking forward to it. We will have, um, my husband will be teaching and of course we'll have food and coffee and all the good things that Sunday school has, Sunday school classes have, right? So we will plan on that and just excited to see um, what God will do with it. 
Um, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I cannot believe that has quickly come upon us as well. My entire immediate family will be here um, for the holiday. And so I'm so excited to see them. They'll start coming in Monday and we'll have a better part of a week together. And I'm just so excited. So um, as this Friday before Thanksgiving, I hope that you guys have a great time just with family and maybe you'll go shopping and whatever you guys do, but just enjoy your family time. And someone once told me, enjoy Thanksgiving this year you don't know how your table will look next year and how that could change. And um, so I'm just, I guess a little challenge here is just to enjoy those that are around your table this year and just truly soak up the time. And I know that you will. Um, one thing that I know that all of us Christians face is obedience. And it's something that's been real in my heart lately. And it's something that I wanted to kind of just share a little bit of my heart with you about this. And we're gonna specifically look at one of the disciples and their obedience to the Lord. And we're gonna look in Luke chapter five and I'll just read it for the sake of time out loud. It says, um, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. God saw two ships. We see that early on in the verses. So God saw two ships. And I, I know that he specifically chose Peter's. I think he knew Peter was going to obey him. He already saw, he already knew what was going to happen. Um, so he specifically chose Peter's boat. Um, the next verse says, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down thy net. And he just said, though I'm, you know, master, we're, we're tired from working all night. We're tired. This isn't working. It doesn't make sense, but I will do it. Keep reading here. And verses six through 10 says, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the drought of fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Um, Peter was blessed by obeying God. And I think we can see that here with the abundance of fish, um, even when it didn't make sense, right? It showed a little bit of his hesitation. Master, we're tired. We don't really wanna let this down, this net down, but we will do it. The very next verse says, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Um, some of us have to forsake some things before we can follow him. Um, I recently saw an illustration of a pastor. He had brought two ladders to the platform and he had placed them next to each other. And he said, some of our lives, this ladder is a representation of choosing Christ. And this, this ladder is a representation of the world or money or something that's not focused on Christ. So he started at the bottom. He's put one step on this ladder, one step on this ladder. And he got pretty high and eventually the illustration was he couldn't climb to the top of both. And eventually we will have to choose. And so that illustration was just such a good visual illustration for me because sometimes we wanna 
we want both. We want we want to get we want to fully surrender, but we also want what the world gives us and what the world has to offer. The love of money or a career that maybe takes us out of church or out of the importance of of Christian and, and Christ-like things. And so that visual was just so good. And maybe you're teetering today saying, I'm, I want to obey God, but I also have my foot over here. And it's just an encouragement to fully surrender to what Christ wants and his obedience. And you can climb all the way to the top with a lot easier than trying to have one foot in the world. Um, our calling is revealed as we walk in daily obedience to Christ in the little things. Um, I think of one of my favorite Bible characters is Abraham, and he is such a prime example of obedience. Um, I think a lot of times, I love the song, God Will Provide. And so we think of that illustration of Abraham sacrificing his only son, Isaac. And we, I've heard preached and even just read on my own that he didn't hesitate at all. He just, he did it right away. And I think sometimes we think, man, that's such, that's so hard. How did he do all that? But he had obeyed in so many other ways, and I won't give you all illustrations, but Genesis chapter 12, when God says, get thee out of thy country, leave thy family, leave all your things, and move, and I will bless thee. Um, and it says, get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee, I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And then that very end says, so Abraham departed. And Another illustration in Genesis chapter 26 is God chooses to bless Isaac because of Abraham's obedience. And that is just so convicting to me, especially as a mom. I hope that my obedience causes my, my child Avery to be blessed and maybe even her family or her grandkids if the Lord tarries. Am I obeying God to where others are being blessed too? And so I just love that example of Abraham and he obeyed God in the small things and so it was easier or it was just natural to obey God when he asked of such a large task to sacrifice his only son. Um, Abraham didn't question, question God when it came to such a huge ask of God. He just kept on obeying. And I love that illustration of Abraham. I will give you three quick points um, that I have for obeying God and we will close out this broadcast. First of all, our call to obedience may challenge our pride. And we know that God hates pride. In James chapter 4, verse 6, God resisteth the proud and giveth grace, giveth grace to the humble. And I would never want God to withhold something from me, especially blessings, but even blessing others because of my pride. So take inventory today. Are we doing things out of our own pride? Are we trying to do things on our own? Or are we humble? Are we asking God for help? Um, if you think about Peter in the boat, Peter was a fisherman. And Jesus at the time was was a carpenter and Peter could have said you're not a fisherman you're a carpenter how are you how come you're trying to tell me what to do or how you know he his pride could have gotten in the way um, he could have questioned but Peter chose I believe to swallow his pride and just to obey God like we said even when it didn't make sense so our call to obedience it may sometimes challenge our pride second God uses our experiences to equip us for our calling um, I think of my own life and I want you to think of your life how sometimes there are things going on in our lives that just don't make sense and we know that it's part of God's plan and he's allowing it to happen but it just doesn't make sense um, I personally don't like puzzles um, I will do them if I am forced but I, it's not a hobby for me I don't I don't love doing it um, maybe it's just I'm not patient enough that's probably it but um, 
sometimes I don't, I can't see the bigger picture. I know what it's supposed to look like. I have no idea where to start. But sometimes we just look at that small puzzle piece, right? And we, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And um, sometimes all we see is just really zoomed up, and so we don't see the bigger picture. Um, we just played a game in Brother Dan Bybee's Sunday school class on Sunday, and it was on a screen, and it was something really, really zoomed up. And you had 10 seconds, and as the 10 seconds went on, the object got further and further away from the camera, and then it was whoever could guess by the end, you know, got a certain amount of points. But a lot of items, it was so up close that, you know, everyone's like, what in the world is that? And of course, the, the farther you get away from it, it makes sense, right? You know what the object is or the animal or whatever it was. And God sees the bigger picture. God knows what our life is supposed to be and how we are supposed to further for him or why we should obey now because it'll make sense later. And I know for me personally, sometimes it's hard because we only see the, the, the small puzzle piece in front of us. Um, <clears throat> God can take our small tasks and use them for his call in our lives. And your experiences are, aren't going to look the same as the person next to you. Um, don't compare, just know that God's working in your life. Lastly, our obedience may inspire others to respond. It wasn't just Peter's life that changed that day. The lives of his fishing partners changed as well. Um, James and John, their lives were never the same either. They saw what God could do. They left everything and they followed God. Um, it started with Peter saying yes, though. It started with Peter's obedience and that God blessed abundantly for other people to see his obedience and bless because of it. And the very end, it says, and they forsook all and followed him. I think so many times when we're praying for something or we want something so bad that it's we're once that God answers that, we can just focus on that. And oftentimes we need to remember the God who decided to do that for us and bless us for us, bless us for that, with that, I'm sorry. Um, Peter got a, a huge load of fish, but he didn't focus on that. He focused on the God who provided it, and I love that. So our obedience may cause others to respond as well. Um, no matter what we give God, as long as it's everything, he'll bless us more than we could ever think. Give God whatever you have. And I love that song, Little is Much When God is in It. You know, you think of the boy who gave his lunch to Jesus Christ and how he was able to expand that and feed so many. And whatever's in your hand today, whatever you have, give it over to God. Just obey him, trust him. And I'm speaking to myself, trust me. Um, but I'm just so thankful. And thank you for tuning in today. I think I've taken too much time. Um, who knew that I would talk so much? But um, again, I am truly thankful for this opportunity. And I know that I believe Miss Joanna will be back on next Friday. Um, but we're looking forward to you. Victory ladies, I'm excited to see you on Sunday. Again, please be in prayer for our new Sunday school class. We are so excited. And I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning in today to With All My Heart, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.